BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, America. Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah, and welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. I'm Peter Schweitzer, Eric Eggers of the Government Accountability Institute. We are filling in for Sean while he while he takes a well deserved break. You can join the conversation here at one eight hundred nine four one Sean one eight hundred nine four one seven three two six. Please, please, please download our podcast, thedrilldown.com. And, of course, please pick up the books that we write uh, on corruption, red-handed, profiles in corruption, secret empires. We have been on the Hunter Biden story, researching it, beginning in 2016 when we ran across an obscure Chinese social media post with Hunter Biden meeting with top financial officials in China. It seems so bizarre, so strange. We decided to check it out. 2018, Secret Empires comes out, exposes this for the first time, and the Bidens basically pretend it didn't happen. And they've had this history now of shifting narratives, trying to explain this away. Listen to what they have to say. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. One of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? I've never talked business in anyone. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you? It's why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Curious if the White House and the President still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. Business. So I've been I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The President ha- was never in business with his son. Can you categorically say that the President of the United States was not involved in those business dealings and did not profit from any of them? 
From our side of the equation, I can tell you that Hunter did not share his business with his dad. I can tell you that he did not share money from his businesses with his dad. So I think that what you're hearing is the goalposts continue to move from the Biden administration. Um, and I think, Peter, that's one of the things that we want to talk about in this segment right now, because now it's no longer, hey, uh, did Joe Biden make money off of Hunter Biden's business deals. It's, well, can you prove that he was bribed? Do we have enough evidence of a criminal allegation? That's exactly what always happens. You say, well, what about this? What about this? They never seem to be satisfied with the evidence that you've been reporting on. Well, that's right. And I think what's happening is the Democrats are moving congressional Republicans in a direction that they don't need to go. They're saying, show us that Joe Biden got paid, that Joe Biden got money. And of course, there's evidence that he got a couple of hundred thousand dollars. But here's the thing. That is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. If you look at 18 U.S. Code 201, which is bribery of public officials, it explicitly says, and this has always been the case in bribery law, it's whether you are either directly or indirectly paying a politician or a third party. That could be a family member. That could be a foundation that you've set up, the Clintons. The point being, you do not have to show that Joe Biden was paid. You have evidence that the Bidens have been paid, the Biden family have been paid tens of millions of dollars from these foreign entities, and Joe Biden has taken policy positions. We want to walk through one of them in explicit detail, because oftentimes these details don't get reported or get covered by congressional Republicans. And it's not like there's a shortage of financial transactions right. that, go, that in which money goes to the Bidens, right? The number of transactions in which money from foreign governments has gone to the Biden family is thicker than the menu at P.F. Chang's, <laughs> which, by the way, is one of the only Chinese businesses not to pay Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. But, but it's real. Right. I mean, so you have 31 million in your last book, 31 million dollars goes to the Biden family from people connected to the highest rings of Chinese espionage. You've got money that's come from uh, the former mayor of Moscow's wife. You've got lots of money that aren't coming from reputable places that end up in the business and bank accounts of Hunter Biden. And that's why when money goes from Hunter Biden to Joe Biden. Joe does get directly implicated, but that's not even the point, because your point is if money went to somebody related to Joe Biden, which it did for something that Joe Biden would do, which he did, that's enough. Exactly right. And I'm going to go to a a case that I was originally skeptical of, and this is the firing of the prosecutor in Ukraine. And everybody's heard the video, you know, uh, you're not getting the billion dollars until you fire the prosecutor. And I thought even Joe Biden is not stupid enough to brag about this in front of the world. But We're just going to indulge us here, audience. We're just going to walk through a couple of points to make the case and to demonstrate that, in fact, what happened in this instance was bribery. Well, let's start with this. When does Hunter Biden get hired by Burisma, right? It's two months after... Joe Biden gets named point person for Obama administration Ukraine policy. That's that's exactly right. It gets hired in April of 2014. Joe Biden has been named point person on Ukraine policy. Hunter Biden's getting now, in, beginning in April, $83,333 per month. That's roughly $1 million a year. Now, something that really gets overlooked by a lot of people, but this is crucial. In November of 2015, Hunter Biden and his business associates get an email from Burisma. And this is important because it basically describes what they are paying Hunter Biden and his business associates to do. 
they had put together a proposal. Hunter and his propo- and his uh, partners had said, hey, here's what we'll do for the money. Vadim Bazarsky writes back that their, quote, suggested scope of work is largely lacking concrete, tangible results and that we set out to achieve in the first place. In other words, this is not good enough. Hunter's been on the payroll for a year. Right. More than a year, kind yeah. of doing hunter things. Yes. <laughs> and we all know what that means. And then eventually the boss is like, wait, what are we paying this guy a million dollars a year for? That's right. Sends him an email. It's on Hunter's laptop. It's in his Gmail account. We know what happened. He says, no, you are not doing enough. Breezeman, we know, wanted one key deliverable. And that's their word, deliverable. This yeah. is the deliverable they wanted from Hunter and his team. Yeah, the quotes are the ultimate purpose, quote unquote, was, quote, to close down for any cases pursuits against Brisma's founder in Ukraine. That's what they wanted. Yeah, that's explicitly, they said, this is what you what we are paying you for. That's November 2nd of 2015. December of 2015, what happens? And by the way, in December of 2015, Joe Biden's still very much the vice president of the United States. He's very much vice president of the United States. He's very much the point person on Ukraine policy. So a month after that email from Burisma saying, this is the deliverable, this is the ultimate purpose of what we are paying you for, Hunter Biden and Burisma executives call Joe Biden for help on pre- on getting the pressure relieved on Zlachevsky. We know this, not because I'm making up, not because it's some fake news. It's because Devin Archer, who was business partners with Hunter Biden, was at the meeting and said that that call took place. So remember, Hunter Biden's getting paid. Charisma says, this is explicitly what we're paying you for. Hunter Biden goes to his father and says, we want help on this. And lo and behold, what happens? So we have the quid. That same month, Joe Biden goes to, of all places, Ukraine. And when he's on this trip, it was later announced that he says, hey, unless Ukraine gets rid of this prosecutor, the prosecutor, by the way, that was the ultimate deliverable for Hunter Biden and Hunter Biden's client, then they would be withholding a billion dollars in U.S. taxpayer funded aid. That's exactly right. So what do you have? You have Hunter Biden, the son of the vice president, getting paid a million dollars a year from a company who's you know, the head of the company is being pressured on criminal charges by a prosecutor. Hunter Biden calls his father, according to his business partner, and says, we need help in this area. The father then publicly later admits that he got the prosecutor fired by threatening to withhold a billion dollars from the United States. It does not matter in that scenario as it relates to criminal statutes, whether Joe Biden got a dime from Burisma. His family got paid, according to this evidence, I would argue, for actions that he took and he was rewarded. And, you know, one of the responses Hunter Biden gives is that, well, I was just sort of carrying out U.S. policy. Everybody wanted this prosecutor fired. Actually, that's not true. John Solomon has done some great reporting on this. The State Department at this point was actually very happy with what the Ukrainian prosecutor what was doing. But even that is beside the point. It's not a defense for a public official to say, well, I would have voted that way anyway. Yeah, somebody paid my family for a vote, but I would have voted that way anyway. That's not a defense. What Joe Biden should have done the moment he knew that his son was being paid by Burisma or the moment that his son came to him and said, hey, dad, we need this help with the prosecutor. Joe Biden had a legal obligation to say, I can't touch this. I need to recuse myself. I'm conflicted. That's not what he did. No, that's exactly right. And he would reiterate the call to get the prosecutor fired on numerous occasions. So he reiterated again in March of 2016, once again, as vice president, a week after he calls for the prosecutor's removal, 
the prosecutor actually is fired. And then ultimately, when Ukraine decides to put in somebody that Joe Biden calls, quote unquote, solid, Joe Biden's about to have a phone call with the Ukraine president. And the schedule for that call gets forwarded, among other people, to Joe Biden's fake email address and Hunter Biden from the official office of the vice presidency. Yes, the line of communications continued. And by the way, when Joe Biden was no longer vice president of the United States, Burisma cut back the amount of money that he, that he was paying him. So this is an enormously important story. There are other developments. We are going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to be joined by Jason Chaffetz, the former chairman of the House Oversight Committee. He's also a distinguished fellow at the Government Accountability Institute, where we are, and we are going to walk with him through how Congress should be handling this situation and what lies ahead. We'll be back in a minute. Hey, if you're traveling for the holidays, our friends at Pure Talk, they have you covered because they have just added international roaming to over 30 countries. Now, that's right. Whether you're making calls from the Vatican, on the beaches of the Bahamas, they've got you covered. From the steps of Buckingham Palace to your villa in beautiful Italy, you can dial away. And here's the best part. There's no rate increase at all. Now, Pure Talk still saves the average family close to $1,000 a year. And they use the same cell tower, same 5G network as the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. Stop dragging your feet. Make the switch. It's simple. It's fast. It's easy. Join a veteran-owned wireless company that is saving people tons of money for the exact same service and now offering international roaming to over 30 countries. Now, from your cell phone, just dial pound 250. Say the keyword, save now. Make the switch and do it now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword, save now, and start saving on your wireless right now. You're listening to the Sean Hannity Radio Show. I'm Peter Schweitzer, Eric Eggers. We are filling in for him as he get a, gets a well-deserved rest. Joining us now is Congressman, former Congressman Jason Chaffetz, former chairman of the House Oversight Committee and a distinguished fellow at our Government Accountability Institute. Um, Jason, I wanted to ask you about the news this weekend. Uh, apparently, congressional Republicans, Representative Jason Smith, mentioning to Maria Bartiromo that they are now starting to look into Kevin Morris, the California lawyer, also also known as Hunter's sugar brother. Uh, Kevin Morris is apparently paid almost $5 million in um, overdue taxes, also subsidizing Hunter Biden's lifestyle. Smith is asking, why would he be doing this? What are your thoughts? Why do you think Kevin Smith is doing, Kevin Morris is doing this, and why is it a problem? Uh, we don't know why he's doing it, but hey, I want to appreciate you and, and thank you for having me on. I, I, yeah, this is one of the, the questions why you do a, a, an inquiry the way they're doing it is to try to find this out. You just don't normally, even if you have a lot of money, you don't pour millions, millions of dollars in to pay somebody's legal bills and something else unless you think you're going to get something out of it. I mean, if you bought me a Diet Coke, I'd, I'd feel guilty until I got you one, you know? So, <laughs> It's, it's a very legitimate question, and it is all about following the money because there's a, millions of dollars flowing. It ends up in the Biden's bank account. He's in a position of power to make decisions, do things, open up doors, um, and that's why there's these questions about bribery and other impropriety. Questions, by the way, not just coming from members of the House Oversight Committee or members of the House Ways and Means Committee who are looking at this, but because of the work they're doing, we're seeing emails from people like Wells Fargo employees who see Hunter Biden's bank accounts and say, hey, what's this money for? It looks like it could be used for money laundering. There's no clear purpose for this business, yet they're getting all these transfers in from questionable foreign sources. 
how would you rate the job they're doing in the house in terms of the investigation? And is there a tool that they're they're not using that they should be so far? Well, look, I've I've been in that position. I was the oversight chairman. I did get blockaded by an administration, the Obama-Biden administration. Um, I think James Comer, um, as well as Jason Smith and, and Jim Jordan, they're doing a fantastic job because even though they're issuing the subpoenas, they have no way to get them enforced. So we know that there are tens of thousands of documents there at the National Archives that Joe Biden has that are used a pseudonym where he came up with a fake name. What are those documents all about? And to complete the round, to go get, for instance, and we've talked about this this in the past, subpoenaing the telephone number that we know Joe Biden was using. Who was he making the calls to? And then cross-referencing that and the times and the policies that were made. So you got to follow the money. They're doing about everything they can, but they need the weight of the official impeachment inquiry in order to strengthen the legal hand to bring in witnesses and to obtain the documents. Yeah, so tell us just briefly why those new powers are so important. What are they going to be able to do now that it's an impeachment inquiry rather than what was before a congressional inquiry of oversight? You would think a congressional inquiry would be enough. It's a duly issued subpoena. And if you try to do what the Bidens are doing to a uh, to a judge, you'd be in jail. Um, but nevertheless, it's a legal strategy. Inevitably, I think they're going to give the stiff arm to to uh, the committee, and the committee is going to have to go to the courts. And being uh, a full vote of the majority of the House of Representatives to obtain testimony from those people in order to uh, have them show up and to get those documents, it's a legal strategy. Speaking of that, the, the charges that have been filed against Hunter Biden recently, the additional tax charges, do those impact in any way his ability to testify before the House? No, no. Congress... You'd never get away with that if, with the, in front of a judge. If if you were on, a, you know, being charged with one other case and another judge wanted to see you, you still have to come. You, you, <laughs> son, that a hunter that Hunter Biden pulled actually strengthened the hands of the Republicans. It did in the vote. It did, I think, in the public's mind. I think it will, in a future court case, be able to say, "Look, this is why we have to compel this testimony." He could have easily gone to the committee and pled the fifth. And look at the way that Trump's look, all those charges against Donald Trump and all those allegations on Donald Trump Jr. and Eric, Eric Trump, they were all fictitious. They were made up. There was nothing on them. But you know what? They still showed up. And if you want to plead the fifth, hey, that's your constitutional right. But you still have to show up at the committee. You do not get to walk away and sit on the Senate side with the help of Eric Swalwell and think all's good because he's only going to answer, quote unquote, legitimate questions. Legitimate questions are what they continue to ask. It's what we're asking here on the Sean Handy Show. We'll be joined by you next. Give us a call, 800-941-7326. It's Eric Eggers and Peter Schweitzer, host of the Drill Down Podcast, filling in for Sean Handy on Monday, December 18th. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Welcome back to the Sean Hannity Radio Program. This is Peter Schweitzer, Eric Eggers. We're having a blast filling in for Sean. We hope he's getting rest and relaxation. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want to take your calls. You can call at 1-800-941-SEAN, 1-800-941-7326. Let's go to Dawn. Dawn, how are you? Hi, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Peter, thank you for the great book. Um, Clinton Cash is excellent. Thank you very much. What's on your mind, Don? Well, I, I see everybody every day claiming that uh, they've nailed Joe Biden on bribery charges as proof everywhere. I mean, you, you'd almost have to be an idiot to to not at least agree that the proof is real. And so I want to take it even one further because all of the – uh, bribes that he took from China, from Russia, from Romania, from Ukraine, all of them came from energy companies. And, and we take an action on Ukraine by firing a prosecutor that was investigating uh, Burisma. But what uh, we uh, what we saw in plain view was a Joe bragging about taking that bribe, uh, uh, making that uh, action. But the action that he took when he first came into the presidency for all the bribes that he and Hunter got and Jim and all the other Bidens uh, was he shut down or, or crippled American energy, which enriched those other energy companies. And that in itself is treason. Yeah, that's one of the, I think, things that people find to be most critical about Joe Biden. You know, it's like Bill Clinton was corrupt, but the economy was good. And so, you know, you can get away with a certain level of it. But no, I think Joe Biden has been bad for American businesses, he's been bad for American energy. And I, I tell you what, and, and thank you very much for the call, Don. You know, we've looked at this and we've been studying government corruption for over a decade at the Government Accountability Institute. And you mentioned Clinton Cash, which was an excellent uh, book and I think a collaborative research effort. I really believe that the Bidens had a front row view of what Clinton corruption looked like, and then they replicated it. Because if you think about what Don's, his point about the amount of money they've taken from energy companies, who else took a lot of money from energy companies and from mining companies? It was the Clintons. Like that was literally their business model. They went to shady parts of the world, right? And they took in uh, donations to their foundation from people that were uranium miners and everything else. And then they tried to leverage her position of authority. And I think Hunter and Joe Biden saw what the Clintons did and said, this actually seems like something we could do. Yeah, here's the funny thing. You know, uh, the Clintons, Bill Clinton leaves the White House. He goes into business. Hunter Biden goes into business. How come these guys don't go to London or Munich or Tokyo? I mean, why do they go to freaking Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Russia, and China? They go to the corrupt corners of the world to engage in, quote-unquote, business. I mean, there's a pattern there for a real reason. They know 
the business that they're actually in, which is influence peddling. And you mentioned the fact that Hunter Biden's payments from Burisma went down after Joe stopped being vice president. That's also eerily similar to what happened with the Clintons. When Hillary Clinton was secretary of state, Bill Clinton, who'd been out of office of the presidency for over a decade or nearly a decade, all of a sudden his speaking fees dramatically increased. I think of the 11 speeches that he gave after being president in which he made more than a half a million dollars, nine of the 11 came while Hillary was Secretary of State. Mm. Hillary Secretary of State, donations to the Clinton Foundation are pouring in, and then she looks like she's going to be the next president. Again, money's going into the Clinton Foundation. Everybody thinks this is the meal ticket. And then what happens when she loses the election in 2016? Donations down 75% that like, first year. Like the Clintons started doing masterclass stuff to make some cash <laughs> because, they, because their foundation yeah. was broke. They're not paying for any more weddings. Yeah. They're not paying for anything else. And only, actually, we, we did a podcast on this not long ago, only because of the Ukraine war yeah. and the amount of money that that seems to indicate is going to be back in in line are the clintons like rehabbing the the cgi and the clinton foundation get-togethers no that's that's exactly right well we've got another caller we want to talk to we want to talk to john who's calling from tallahassee which is where we're doing this program today john how are you hey peter hey it's a pleasure uh listening i'm actually listening to you as i drive through mississippi on my way to beautiful historic crime-free memphis tennessee to see some (laughs) (laughs) well stay safe friend stay safe what's on your mind yes sir I, you know, I live in Tallahassee, and I, I understand you're also a Tallahassee resident. Uh, you know, I went to Florida State. Uh, I went to law school. And I'm telling you, Democrats have no shame. You're not going to win with these guys. They're going to lie. They're going to play that slick willy game, define the, define A. What you got to do with these guys is you got to lead them down the primrose lane and get them to confess that, they knew that their son was making all this money, didn't speak Ukrainian, had no idea what natural gas even was, got high uh, the first day in the Navy and ha- had a hot uh, whiz quiz. you got to lead them down this path and say, so if you're that gullible and ignorant and naive, how can you be the president of the United States? You can't. So let's go ahead and do a cognitive test to get this out of the way. Yeah, you can't have it both ways. I mean, the Bidens have tried to have it both ways. Uh, when it comes to Joe, you know, he's very close to his son. He's super close. They talk all the time. But he had zero knowledge, or so he said for several years, of any of Hunter Biden's business ventures. They traveled together on Air Force Two to China, but the subject of business never came up, according to them. Of course, we now know that uh, Hunter introduced him to his business partner there. So they try to, on the one hand, say they're very close, but they have no uh, knowledge of anything. On the other hand, they say with Hunter, um, you know, at first they said, no, 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 he's an astute businessman. That's why he's getting these millions of dollars. Now they've migrated to he's a, a total drug crazed guy who had no idea what was going on. So they're constantly changing and floating their definitions. And I agree. I mean, look, they're, they're a moving target, but they are not going to confess to these crimes. They have convinced themselves, in my mind, that they are deserving of, let's say, um, you know, additional funds from, quote unquote, business ventures um, because they deserve it because of all their public service. Well, and if you're them, what incentive would you actually have to tell the truth when they've gotten away with lying for so long? Like yeah. you talk about the 
they're not gullible. They're actually the opposite of that. They're brazen. And, and really, why shouldn't they be? You heard or at the beginning of this hour, we played the clip of the number of shifting narratives and how the story was at first. I've never talked to my son about business. No, I, I can't even spell business. And now it's like, no, I'm not financially involved. But I think the American people know the difference now. But we got to think about this. Like, not only had they gotten away with doing these things, not only have they gotten away with paying Hunter Biden money while Joe Biden was vice president and affecting U.S. policy in a way that I think directly benefited the people that were paying his son, but they've gotten away with keeping that story out of the news. Yes, with help. With help from big tech before the election that in which they should have been penalized. Yeah. So when you can get the DOJ and the FBI to sort of give big tech and Twitter and FB and Facebook enough cover to actively suppress that story before it would have made a difference, then why wouldn't you think you could get away with anything else? Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm always accused of being overly optimistic. Maybe I'm doing it again. It's caught up with them. If you look at the uh, the opinion polls now, the Harvard-Harris poll, the recent New York Times poll, they all show that more than 60, 60% of the American people, which means you're getting independents, you're even getting some Democrats, believe that Joe Biden engaged in unethical and or criminal behavior to advance his family's business. That's enormous. Think about it. When we first started on this in 2018, when the Hunter Biden laptop came out in 2020 and they suppressed that information, nobody knew about it. There, there were uh, opinion polls then that demonstrated as people learned about it, but some Biden voters would have switched their vote, some 8%, which could have made a difference. But we're now not talking about those numbers. We're talking about upwards of 60% of people, especially in the swing states where uh, Joe Biden's doing very poorly. One of the big metrics is independents recognize this is a problem. They don't like it. So I want to believe still whatever our criminal justice system do, I've, I've lost faith in that. The American people don't like that this is going on, and I think it's going to hurt Joe Biden if he is on the ballot in November 2024. Well, I absolutely think you're correct, and we know from the New York Times poll that came out a month ago in which it showed Donald Trump was leading these five key swing states, and I think that's one of the reasons why you start to see people saying, oh, should we swap out Joe Biden with Gavin Newsom because we need somebody that can beat the bad former president. But remember that one of those cross tabs, they said, what do you believe Joe Biden personally profited off of Hunter Biden's business dealings? And in the five states that they surveyed, the four states that Donald Trump was leading in, you had a double digit difference in terms of more people believing that Joe Biden had personally profited than hadn't. And so I do think that actually is a testament to the work that we've done at the Government Accountability Institute, the reporting that's been done on this program with Sean Hand and elsewhere, because there's been a media a blackout on this thing. There no has. one wanted to talk about this. And it's only because people that are listening to this program don't just let big tech and big news tell them what's true. They actually go out and find information for themselves. And that's why a story that nobody wanted to touch has actually reached mainstream saturation in such a way that I think actually will make a political difference next year. I, I think it will, exactly. And look at the damage that the mainstream media has done to themselves uh, by essentially covering up this story. In 2018, when I uh, wrote Secret Empires, I actually had lunch with a uh, well-known reporter at the New York Times who covers these types of topics was very interested in my revelations about Mitch McConnell in Secret Empires. By the way, an opinion poll out today, Fox News reporting Mitch McConnell's approval rating is 
percent. That's the single digit six. But the New York Times reporter was interested in the Mitch McConnell's ties to China. And I said, well, what about the stuff involving the Bidens? This is in early 2018. And he said, well, if Joe Biden runs for president, we will be all over that story. No, they were all over smothering that story. And readers don't like the fact that they end up looking and feeling ignorant when they read your publication and it's supposed to be all the news that's fit to print and you don't print the news because it doesn't fit your agenda. So this is going to have a real long damaging effects on the mainstream media. People realize they cannot trust them to give them the stories that are important to their future. We did a documentary also in 2018 called The Creepy Line. You're featured primarily on camera. I was a producer for it. And one of the things we talked about and we had people that monitor big tech is you don't know what the big tech companies don't show you it's a sort of soft censorship and i think not only have twitter and facebook participate in that but obviously so have mainstream media companies as well and they've kept this story from the american people so thank goodness that the story has gotten out there um and that's honestly one of the reasons why peter and i do the podcast we do each and every week at the drilldown.com is so stories that no one else will cover that matter to you and matter to the country are able to be reported on and that's one of the things that we're continuing Continuing to do, and it's one of the things we're doing tonight on this program. So uh, we have a few more minutes to talk to you. If you want to give us a call, it's one eight hundred nine four one seven three two six. He's Peter Schweitzer. I'm Eric Eggers. We are the host of the Drill Down Podcast, filling in for Sean Hannity tonight. Welcome back to the Sean Hannity Show. This is Peter Schweitzer with Eric Eggers. We have had a blast filling in for Sean. We thank you uh, to him very much for giving up the microphone to us. We thank you, uh, Linda and the team, for being the adult supervision. And Eric, my friend, I thank you for sitting here and doing this with me. It's it's just been a lot of fun. Is the fact that we've been able to host this program for the third year in a row an indictment of just what's wrong (laughs) with Joe Biden's America? Or is it a glimmer of hope for the fact that you know our best days are still to come we can still be that shining city on a hill that i would know who said that but i went to a liberal education at you know university so i have no idea i think it was mao (laughs) that's right it is uh it is a, a really troubling time in a lot of respects but it's christmas and it's hanukkah and it's a time of celebration a time of family we don't want to lose sight of that politics the future of our country is tied with who are our leaders but let's always remember There's a higher power, and we've got family, hopefully, that's around us or friends that we can love and cling to uh, and try to take away some of the pain of what we see happening around us. Unfortunately, you know, we spend a decent amount of time talking about the DEI initiatives that are happening at these universities. And I think what they, what uh, Richard Corcoran, the president of New College, and Scott Walker with YAF didn't talk about is the real pain that people feel this time of year with all the diversity, education, inclusion that's happening in America's schools. And it's that the Christmas pageants are way longer now because you (laughs) I'm serious. You have so many other songs. If you've been to one, you feel my pain, America. It's like, wait, we got a song for that? I've never even heard of that celebration. What are we celebrating? But it's extending by dang night for 15 more minutes so we can go through every cultural tradition that exists. That's the real problem with Joe Biden's America, right? The Christmas pageants are way longer because they're not actually Christmas pageants anymore. Yeah, and then you've got the wonderful, uh, incredible... dance video uh, that the uh, Biden White House put out. Um, hopefully that wasn't part of the Christmas pageant you went to at your kid's school. Not at the elementary school. Maybe well, for middle school. Yeah, maybe for middle school. Maybe in the elementary school in a couple of years. But uh, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. Eric, thank you so much for doing this. And I guess, you know, the final thought is 
things are going to be okay if we fight for what we believe in and we fight for truth. That's kind of the optimistic note that we've tried to weave through all of this. Um, I know that's your spirit. You have a great sense of humor, but you also have a real passion. Uh, you've got wonderful children. You're concerned about their future. You want them to have the kind of childhood that you had. Um, and hopefully will win and that will happen. Yeah, I think that there is one takeaway from the, the three years that we've been doing this program. I think the, the penetration of the reporting that you've done, that we've done at the Government Accountability Institute, I think it's obviously moving the needle. And so I think that's one of the reasons why. Like the top story in the news today is they're talking about changing out Joe Biden because he's that vulnerable. His corruption is being reported. People are paying attention. And that's the America that we know, the America where truth and honesty still matter. Yes. Well, find our podcast, please, thedrilldown.com. We'd love for you to listen and give us feedback. Again, thank you for spending time with us before Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah to everybody out there. Thank you. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.